2: Hey, here we go. Hour two of the Monday, January 11th edition of the Lori and Julia Show. We got random thoughts coming up. We got Hollywood speak coming up. I even see we're going to have an appearance from Stephanie March from Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine and the Weekly
3: Dish coming up. So that will be fun. We can't be counted. We need to count on somebody who knows what the hell they're talking about, what's going on (laughs) with restaurants and bars. Yeah, because today's
1: a big day. Yeah.
3: they back open again? Is that the deal? We'll find out.
1: So we're going to find out everything that's going on there.
3: Bowling starts again. Tonight? Wednesday. Okay. I play
1: tennis. Yesterday, my first time since mm-hmm. the shutdown with a mask yesterday, which is fine. You get used to it. The paper yeah. ones, I'm just going to say they're the, better. The paper ones are way better for exercise because yeah, 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 yeah. I keep looking at people like trying to figure out what they're using for exercise. Seems like the paper.
3: Paper. Nice. That's a good tip.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it ones. is.
3: Just think about it as like, uh, you know, like when you go to the mountains sometimes, how breathing is a little bit yeah. harder. That's that's all it's like. It's really more psychological in your head that you can't breathe. It is completely in your head. And it is there. It I is will, there. I yeah. will say that, though. It yeah. is there. Now, this is not in our head. Uh, yesterday, I think it was, um, Yasher Ali, who writes for the Huffington Post, uh, posted uh, that the February Vogue cover oh. featuring VP-elect Kamala Harris um, leaked and it was circulating on social media this evening. According to a source familiar with with uh, Vogue plans, this is not the cover, no, it wasn't with, a, this must be from Kamala's team, that this is not the cover that the vice president-elect's team expected. In the cover they expected... Kamala Harris was wearing a powder blue suit. That was the cover that she and the Vogue team, including Anna Wintour, mutually agreed upon, which is standard for fashion magazines. Uh And then the casually dressed
1: um, thing of her wearing Converse Chuck Taylor shoes and a black, um, you know, blazer and black pants with an unbuttoned jacket, which was very casual, was supposed to be in the inside. Okay. It is... The picture, I, when I saw it today, I was so underwhelmed and disappointed. This is our first female in a major position as VP. Yeah, vice president. A, you can go ahead and I say mean, what
3: the position is. I mean, as a
1: vice president <laughs> yeah. of the United States of America, and they make her look so dowdy. And they, in Vogue's defense, they're saying, well, these were the clothes that her team sent to us. Well, of course, but there's styling that goes on. You're a fashion styling magazine that they wouldn't choose her in a power suit. They put her in a dowdy. Which is her own suit. It doesn't matter, but she just, it looks so, it was it, so disappointing. I it was something it, that
3: you and I would shoot of no, one of us. No, I know. It looked like Maya Rudolph is an SNL skid, like it, a stand in. That was the, the thing. Worst. It's posted on the My Talk website today. It was so disappointing. Anna Wintour is like, she is, I would say that you would know by her. You know she's a Democrat or a liberal person, so it wouldn't Doesn't be, even matter. Well, I know, but I'm just saying that you'd think she would like that she would want to have the why that she would like the vice president that she would be excited about this thing well, that she would have her best interests in mind. But
1: but as a fashion magazine, yes, which know. is what Vogue is, and right. a stylish magazine, to not put on better makeup on her, not use better lighting with her, make her right. look, so damn dowdy. I mean, she's a beautiful woman. But this is our very first female vice president on what is supposed to be the premier fashion magazine of the world. And she looks like uh, it's a snapshot
3: from a Julia, you party were, outside. You that were we blindsided got. when you looked at it. You pissed. couldn't believe it. I
1: was pissed. Because I thought, you know, no way would any... No way. It, it looks like we, they hung curtains. Yeah. That's the color of her... Um, sorority in college who gives a crap it looks like it's, something we could do yeah i know that they didn't do anything with that just even the way they shot it she doesn't even look pretty yeah. it just looks dowdy yeah
3: i, I you yeah. gotta look
1: at it you guys and i'll be curious it's just so underwhelming for what this is a big moment for women this is a big deal. Yeah. And think of all the beautiful color, covers they've done of Michelle Obama. They've done beautiful colors of other women. But this is a vice president of the United States, a future vice president of the United States, and they make her look like a schmo.
3: Julia, the internet agrees with you a thousand percent. Um, uh, it is not what the Harris team agreed on. Oh, it isn't? No. Okay, this is, this say is say from that.
1: the AP um, Associated Press this afternoon at 12.05, published in the Star Tribune, and they said... This isn't what both sides agreed on. Her team said she was supposed to wear a part of blue suit for the cover shot. She's the first African-American woman elected vice president. Instead, she was seen in a more casual attire, wearing the Converse tennis shoes that she sometimes wore in the campaign. Her team was unaware that the cover photo had been switched until images leaked on Saturday. Um, in a statement, Vogue said it went with her more informal image. I mean, again, <gasps> she's a woman in power. Why would we make her look like she's just someone that you know? It's like discrediting her position. You know, every clothes. This is a fashion man. <laughs> I'm so pissed. I can't say enough that
3: it's like taking- I'm looking at the two different it's so photos. Bad. Yeah, it's
1: so it's and who cares about the politics about the magazine or anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That has nothing to do. This is a fashion magazine, You're correct, and this Julia. is the very first f- woman who is a vice
3: president of the United States ever she should look more dignified and powerful because she if, it is a dignified and it powerful is, position it as we like, know
1: it is and that to put her in that and don't even button it i mean the blazers unbuttoned and her white t-shirt looks like it's kind of hanging right, loose
3: and tattered Tattered
1: fabrics behind her it's horrible (laughs) it's like someone just had a black wall and a white wall and they just said well we got to put some color here let's put a pink satin sheet down the middle because it's her sorority colors you know it's it's so discrediting for Vogue women. Vogue had I'm to pissed.
3: confirm it was a genuine photo because then people... It, seriously, then it looks like it's a joke. The Twitterverse was like, there's no way this could be a real photo. So Vogue did confirm it's a gen, it's genuine, but added to the confusion by revealing a second digital cover showing Harrison a powder blue Michael Kors suit against a, a gold background. Um, but- that is what Kamala's team thought was going to be on the new cover, And, um, yeah, she doesn't have time to really be doing any of this. Right. But again, she,
1: this is an iconic moment in women's history in the United States of America. It's a washed
3: out mess of a photo. This is
1: an iconic moment mm -hmm. for all of us to celebrate and to have that be so like, whatever. Yeah. And it makes, I hope this is their least, you know, (laughs) I want it to sell, but not for Vogue. But I mean... They even take more time with Harry Styles. I mean, if you think of the styling and everything they put into him, who's the man on the cover, and they don't even do it for our very first... All right, there's enough. There you go, Julia. I, I really... I was so shocked and disappointed and pissed.
2: Maybe okay. they're trying to reposition. You know, they're like, "Hey, we've had the glamour of you know the Trump and his gold lamé and his wife who's a supermodel." But they never
3: put uh, Melania on on Vogue. Before, well, they, but she's a right. first lady. But, but maybe you're they're saying, trying to
2: say, "Hey, now this is a person of the." She's going to roll up she her sleeves, wears tennis shoes. She's I, but even us.
1: even if that's true, why not button her blazer? Why make her look so damn casual, like she just got off work and is running home?
3: And you met Anna Wintour. She's—I mean, she. She'll. She, it's so. Did you see the Devil Wears Prada? You know what okay, she's it's like. It's dismissive. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's dismissive. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Yeah. All right. And okay, and I understand the point you're trying to make, Rocco. Is that I'm just playing she's the one of the people rolling up her sleeves? blah, blah, blah but it—it's dismissive mm-hmm. because if you're going to have a photo shoot and be on the cover of one of the leading fashion magazines. Give her some damn good lighting. Do something. All right, with that, all right. with that, we'll be back with Random Thoughts by Julia. <laughs> you know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And
2: now, Julia's Random Thoughts.
1: He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so I'm done with my... Um, Julia Sugarbaker moment. That was a good about- Julia
3: Sugarbaker rant <laughs> about Kamala Harris, and I wow. your your point is taken, Julia. The internet agrees oh. with you a hundred percent. Okay,
1: here's here's something funny. Um, when penguins poop, it admits laughing gas.
3: Well, there so is if a you're around penguin some penguins and <laughs> right. they're pooping,
1: you might get a little gassy. <laughs> you might just get a little gassy. Okay, so here is here's something interesting. Okay, so. You know, everyone, because out of need and necessity last year, bought so much more online than they ever have done before in their Mm -hmm. life with COVID and everything. Last week alone, alone, there were 1.8 million returns initiated daily, daily with UPS. So returns um, come with environmental baggage, people, is uh, boxes, plastic bags, bubble wrap, other packaging, and e-commerce returns created five billion tons of landfill waste, Ugh. and produce as much carbon dioxide as three million cars do in a year. So here's what's happening: the beginning that I buried the lead. Okay, is that. Um, if you want to send back your colander or your, you know, avocado peeler or some present that someone got you for Christmas, there's a decent chance your local big box store doesn't even want it back. Amazon, Walmart, Target, other retailers are refunding some purchases, but letting customers keep the product because it's too expensive to retake the returns.
3: Mm.
1: Return online returns can cost retailers 10 to $20 per item. Good Lord. Um, return rates normally hover between 25 and 30%, but online shopping and bracketing, which is when you buy multiple sizes of something because you're not sure what's going to fit because you didn't try it on, Mm -hmm. um, during the pandemic have pushed that even higher. In 2020, returns rose 70% over the year before. Because
3: people aren't the same size anymore. Well, not even the same
1: size. You're just buying so much more online. People aren't going, you know what I mean? So I'm just saying that might be. So if you have something to return, you know, your retailer, your people might say, I don't want to give you the labor. I'll just credit you.
3: All right. If you say so.
1: Well, that's in Retail Magazine today. Okay. That's straight from them.
3: Thanks, Retail Magazine. Oh, Mm. yeah. Julia comes through
1: it R. every M. week. It's one of my things I mm-hmm. do. It's the RM. Okay, so here's some new hotel trends because perhaps we're going to be traveling soon um, that we're going to see in 2021. Rooms that double as your office. So, you know, you usually, when you go to a hotel room, there's a little desk area. It's going to be bigger. It's going to be, um, have more plugins and outlets and probably yeah, that's, that's better lighting. Yeah. I mean, the lighting is always horrible in a hotel room. So maybe that's going to be something that's upgraded. Extended stays, there's going to be different pricing available. So if you are a remote worker, you can work from Boulder, Colorado for two weeks. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a week wait. Yeah. So you're going to get some different rates. Touchless technologies, you're going to probably get an app sent to you with your key on it. So you don't go check in at the front desk and all that kind of stuff that we used to see
3: happening. I still want to check in I at the front too, desk. I do too, Lori. Mm-hmm. But I'm just I, saying, I want to get a chance for... An for an upgrade. This is, and I you're know not ever going to get a chance for an upgrade if you get something just sent to your, your phone. I know how you think. Mm-hmm. More flexibility
1: in cancellation. It used to be, you know, you would get up just 24 hours
3: kind yeah, of cancellation. Yeah. they're way better. They're the- also uh, waiving resort fees. And if you... Book book something. Your travel agent can tell you about that, or if you insist on booking it yourself directly, you could ask to op- have that waived right. because that is you know always been a scam. Well, they're trying to. There's a consumer group that's trying to take that to court because resort fees can add to your state oh, God, uh, so much money i mean right. vegas is like i think it's up to like 35 dollars yeah. a day in it's vegas ridiculous. what and, a ripoff
1: and then the parking in la at a hotel for 55 dollars e- a right, night is right. bs yeah so you know
3: there's they're waiving that because you know there's so they have to. few travelers and stuff but so it's going to be better it.
1: for the consumer yes um people wanting more privacy if um You know, if you're kind of living in a hotel or something, you're going to see more Airbnb crap happening than we always
2: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolles, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
1: Already have more outdoor spaces. So, more open spaces. They're adding um, outdoor spaces in the winter to places as well as, you know, in the summer. Um, I
3: think of our little hotel, Beverly Terrace, I with their know. lovely outside area. You know, that's probably really helped them. I bet it for, has. For business, because right. they have an indoor... Open.
1: It's like a motel with, with a, a tri- park
3: in the middle. Yeah.
1: With an atrium, open atrium
3: garden. Yeah, kind of a U-shaped motel, Rocco. That's where we always say first words. Okay. And then the inside of the triangle is this huge patio with... It already had, like, little curtains between the yes. things. I mean, they had they this They had... All it really outdoor... was kind of COVID-y. Yes, set up this covid restaurant the, with the patio out front. And, yeah, they have a lot... Speaking
1: of which, last time we saw Joan Collins was at our little Avante restaurant at the Hotel Beverly Terrace. Yeah. She got her COVID shot.
3: Oh, she did? She was inoculated. So I just want you oh, to know good. that... So did the Queen and, and the, king. the and, right. and Prince Philip. If, if
1: you had a female dog last year, uh, here's what you might have named it: Luna was number one. Luna, Daisy, Bella, Lucy, Penny, Stella, Lola, Piper, Rudy, Willow. Um, this was kind of I thought a fun thing. If you, how long will a million dollars in retirement last? They did a thing in all fifty states. I didn't check out Minnesota, but if you have a million dollars, I'm going to retire. I have a million dollars. Okay, the cheapest state that you could retire to is Mississippi. And this is based on cost of living, housing, healthcare, and a bunch of other stats. And Mississippi, you could, that million dollars could last you 23 years. I don't know that how you're living. It's not, it doesn't sound like you're living in poverty, but it, you're not living high, high either. But at 23 years in Hawaii, only 10, 10 years. The Hawaii is so expensive. Mm-hmm. You know that. Yeah. So here are, um, why didn't you look up Minnesota? I because I was lazy. Okay. Um, Rocco, maybe you could
3: look it up. Don't okay. bother yeah. Rocco. Don't she bother. doesn't even mean it. And she doesn't. It's from really the answer. naked
1: scientist. Yeah. I forgot. Um, but if here are the states where you just, if you're thinking about retiring to these states, maybe in a half a million dollars, this is how long it'll last. Hawaii, it'll be 10 years and three months. California, 14 years, New York, 14 years and three months, Oregon, 14 years and seven months, Massachusetts, 15 years. Florida, a million dollars is going to last you 20 years because there's no taxes, not like that. Where it's going to go the furthest, Oklahoma, New Mexico, Kansas, Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia, Michigan. We're not a cheap state to live in. You know that. We have state tax.
3: My my We're head is spinning. My head is spinning, but we don't at least pay taxes on clothes and shoes. Well, not that and, we've and been boy, shopping for that. And boy, thank <laughs> boy. God, because that saves us so much money
1: every year. We come back, 70 March, uh, from the Weekly Dish and <laughs> Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine is going to tell us everything that's going on with our restaurants that are open today.
3: I don't hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. That's a perfect song to play for uh, our next guest. She's so golden. That's Stephanie March, one yes. half of the weekly dish and food editor of Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. Hi, Steph. Hi, Steph. Hi, ladies.
0: Happy New Year. Oh. Oh.
1: <laughs> Same to you, honey. Same to you. But today's kind of at least somewhat hopeful for you.
3: In yeah, our restaurants,
0: no, a, You know, I'm, I'm an optimist and optimists yes. are going to optimist, right? Less I mean, optimist. like that's just what we do. Let's do it. Tell us what's going but, on. Well, today of course is like kind of the first day of the next, you know, round, I guess is what we're thinking because restaurants uh, are sort of allowed to open for indoor and some of them have already done it today. And so it's great because they're, they're allowed to go open at 50% capacity and you know, they have to have max of 150 people. So never any more than that inside. And, uh, you know, there still is that 10 p.m. curfew, so just be realizing that they have to be closed by 10 p.m. But otherwise, they're open, you know, and so it's a
3: pretty great deal. Okay, now realistically, are people going out to eat or are they going to the places that they know are big? like yeah. I think, I think of a like I think of a Palmer's Bar. I mean, there's no way Tony is going to be able to open that. His place is tiny. Or I think a Hyacinth, that little, you know, right. amazing right. restaurant. Right. It right. seems like this uh, little ones. I, I guess Al's Breakfast. You could get you know maybe eight people in there total. Maybe. That might be kind yeah. of. Fun. Yeah. I mean, but, to me, I'm just wondering: Are people will people go in the restaurants? What is the thought of people that you've talked to? Do they feel confident? People will want to come in it's such
0: a mixed bag it really is and there are people who you know who say well if i'm going to go i'm going to go and i'm going to spend like an hour hour and a half you know eating and that's most of the restaurants you know are kind of trying to Keep make people. sure that they get a turn mm-hmm. like that um and then they're saying that you know it's like if you're if it's nicely spaced out and places like ps steak you know they invested a serious amount of money in you know, new air filtration systems, uh, filtration uh, systems that basically, you know, kind of help with the filtering of the air and ionizing it and and mm-hmm. kind of killing back, you know, the virus. They said that it's been proven. So, um, you know, it's definitely a different idea. And it di- I would say this, it's different per place. Like you're saying, the smaller places are probably not going to, you know, find themselves being full. Mm-hmm. The bigger places like Baldemar and Roseville, they're open, you know, and they're, you know, they space things out so that you are not close to anybody and they've got a nice big open space. And so I think, I think it will depend. And then there are people who are, you know, they're like, well, maybe I'll still do outdoor, but I don't think I'll come inside. And mm-hmm. so I think that places are kind of trying to figure it out. There are places that aren't opening who have said like market barbecue, who's like, you know what? We're still going to stick with Kate takeout and curbside. We hope you'll support us, but we're not ready to have you guys back in.
1: So So. I hear that. And, you know, before this second shutdown, I did go to restaurants. I felt safe in them. I went to places that I thought were bigger, that had spacing out, and I felt totally fine. And I don't. I didn't get COVID and I don't know anyone with me, you know, who has been doing, in practicing, you know, you walk in and out of it with your mask on and you'll take your mask off when you're eating and you're safe at your table. The waitstaff all wears masks
3: and you talk about the filtration. Well, you're safe at your table if you you know the people you're dining with. Okay, so that, but I'm just, I have to correct you on that because I do know someone who got sick. With COVID, going out to eat with a friend, I and mean, it was when they took off their masks as they were sitting by each other. Okay. okay. I'm talking so I'm about doing saying. it
0: with people I feel safe with. Can yeah, you- and I think there's also this idea that, you know, I for me personally, what I'm feeling is that the restaurants feel more, you know, they were very, you know, when the patios were still open, but, you know, it started getting colder. And they were wondering, will people come inside? And mm-hmm. it was kind of this, like, they didn't know. It feels like they're more, they've been supported and they've been told that people are going to come inside and have reservations. People yeah. feel comfortable with certain places. And I do think that it has to do with the fact, and I do think that there is more of a level as we're coming off of this total closure that people like we, the guests, have realized we're not going to push tables together. We're not going to get up and walk around and, mm-hmm. you know, go visit other people at other tables. That's, that's what that's what makes us spread. Right. And if you come in and you follow the rules and you don't harass the teams, and I feel like people are now get it I yeah. think it's because we got shut down. Right. And people and don't so want I to go like, back to that. Yeah. It's, it's about the guest, And then, I mean, I, I wrote an article about this a couple of months ago, about the guest is not always right. And this is the time where we have to sort of say, you know what? I don't get to have everything I want, but I get to go to, out to eat to a restaurant. And that should be at the very base enough right now. Right. I know? get to get weighted on their roles and you respect them. Yeah. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't have to do the dishes. Someone's going to make me right. a delicious meal and serve me a cocktail or something. Oh, a nice
0: hot plate and a well-crafted <laughs> cocktail. Are you kidding me? That is worth a mask. Hello.
3: And you know what I'm dying I for is Mexican food. Oh yeah, you know or because
0: like sushi stuff I, I can't make. I, yeah, I can the make stuff
3: the stuff you don't want to make, which for me is like, I mean, even though it seems like oh Mexico Mexican, but I I don't make it the way I no, can get right. it like at like Cucaracha good, or right? some other like place. Indian food I mm-hmm. cannot.
0: I can try, but it's never as good as when I go out to a beautiful Indian restaurant and it comes to my table you know smoking hot samosas like when they
3: i don't deep fry i miss the fry oh gosh no kidding Uh, stephanie i gotta ask you a question um how do you make a frozen waffle (laughs) i don't no have you never made a frozen waffle well i mean i i would put them in the toaster right is that what you guys have been doing your frozen waffles all wrong Hello. Tyler, do do? the creator you you lightly butter them and then you fry them on in a little frying pan just like it was a you know so it,
0: From frozen like it has it's like comes out of the freezer and you
3: just Well you it up. you can you thaw it out but you would just oh. totally I'm just saying you would just grill it and then it would be yeah. like a grilled waffle Well then that I mean I'm the speed of much- the ego
0: is not involved in grilling <laughs> it and using a pan yeah. at all Lori what I mean, I'm think? all about
3: just butter something and yeah. put it in a
0: fry. I'm yeah. fine with a pan fry on anything, okay, basically. Fine.
3: So, just as <laughs> like we're so in- attuned to just putting it in the, the toaster, the, toaster, just like I know. Lori's offering us a different. Idea. I'm offering you a okay. different way to eat your frozen waffle. I like a hack. <laughs> all right, so
1: going back to the restaurants, do we?
0: Is it? Do we need to make reservations?
3: Absolutely. Yes.
0: Okay. I would absolutely say so. Just you know, and also there are places that you know, there's like. You places like the Frenchman's Pub in Richfield, right? I mean, they're probably not going to – they'll do the reservations at the door thing again, I think. Okay. Um, but other places are going to need – and it's a respectful thing as far as, like, making sure that they have enough staff on okay. you know, and prepping the right amounts of food. If they know that these people are coming, if they know you're coming and want to come, they're going to be better prepared for you. Instead of it thinking about, like, getting a table, you know, and and there are a limited number of tables available. So sure. I think a reservation, if you can make it, is a great idea.
3: Yeah. We have to make reservations to go to a, a, a workout class. Yeah, I know. We yeah. know. We just We're are really used not. to that. Yeah. The
0: spontaneity is just out the window <laughs> right now, isn't it? You know, it's hard for me because I am literally one of those people like, ooh, I feel like a sandwich. I should go get one at so-and-so or I've right? like got waffles and I don't get to do that this time. anymore. How about
3: how about bars like in Man- like Mancini's or places, you know, like well, what is happening in the bars? D- yes. Yeah
0: there's a there is a something to there's important to uh information to relay on this because the governor when the and this, you know when the shutdown went down again before Thanksgiving, the governor said that you can't sit at bars, you know all that kind of stuff um and then he lifted that ban, so everyone in uh, like around the state now can sit at a bar if it's two people per- you know per party, and you do have to be six feet apart you know from the next couple mm-hmm. but Minneapolis. Is under the mayor's uh, ban of bar sitting still, okay. and he did just put out something late Friday night that said that they are going to keep their uh, Minneapolis bar ban that statute in place for at least two weeks, and then they're going to review it, and then they'll decide if they're going to lift it or not. So, so that's you just currently can't sit at the bar rail in
1: Minneapolis. How random. Well, no, well that, was, no, but there was a lot of outbreaks there. All right. So I yeah, get it. it was but I was just thinking about not, getting people from the party bars. To got, it. got it. Got it. So, got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah, All right. That's Okay. I just have another, just a side it side thing. I drove down um, by Lake and Hennepin yesterday by Calhoun Square. Uh-huh. Um, wow. There is nothing there. I know. It's weird. It's, it's very really weird. weird.
0: It? It's really weird. Well, let me weird. tell you that. There may be, there is new life coming to that neighborhood. You know, Suki and Mimi is Ann Kim's new, uh, restaurant that's taking over the old Lucia's space. Oh, okay. And, right? So she's about to launch this tortilla sort of fueled restaurant. Oh, and the good news is that they are offering like curbside takeout for meal kits right now. So they're not open, but they're really looking at opening soon. But you can pick up like a, like a Carnitas meal kit right now. So. That you sounds, want, like, a little
3: preview. That sounds so good. But it's good. so weird. It's like they built all those those apartments and those high-rises, no. and then all the all the businesses are, are have closed. The, I, I mean, know.
0: It is a weird space. My daughter lives kind of, you know, in an uptown area. And it's just sort of, it is, we talk about it all the time, of how strange it is in that little, in that corridor especially, you know, where there was, that was the center of all, like, was, the nightlife. It was so vibrant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is weird. Is there like a new pocket that you see? Are you seeing a lot of new restaurants going in? No. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, the only thing we see, I think what we're going to be looking at over the next six months to eight months is we're going to actually see, you know, it'll depend on the PPP that comes through for these guys in the next, you know, iteration of funding. Right. But if, you know, I think there are going to be more for lease signs up, Mm -hmm. uh, sadly to say, but I do think that what's going to happen is we're going to see more, like, pop-ups, you know, in residencies. So, you know, there may be a vacant restaurant in Uptown, like, but yet there may be somebody who comes into, like, per, you know, whatever that last uh, uh, libertine space. Like, somebody may say, well, I'm just going to pop up there for three months and see okay. how it goes. And so that could be interesting. We could find a lot of vitality and a lot of creativity and innovation that way through our food culture, that might be the way that the landlords don't get screwed by somebody who signs a you know a five-year lease
3: and then sure. has to bail. Right. And so it might be good. It's- How about, Stephanie, are there um, any, because really, I mean, yesterday you could have sat outside at a restaurant with a blanket on your lap if you were by a heat lamp. Are there any yeah. places for people who just don't want to go in, are there a few places that you like that are outside that kind of do a cozy job with keeping food, yes. food and, and w- beverages? Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I've been saying this for the last couple uh, days, but Smack Shack, you know, their patio—they use these infrared heaters, mm-hmm. and it's—you can sit outside on their patio in a t-shirt, but you're still outside, yeah, still getting all the airflow. It's wonderful. And and that- then even out here in Wayzata, Gianni's a little steakhouse, you know, on the yeah. lake, is got such a great vibe going, and they've got people out there. They've got you know big old uh, heaters, and it's a good one in South Minneapolis. I'll tell you, Heather's. Heather, I've heard excuse- about this place. Yes, it is the cutest little, like, cafe all-day eatery, and she's got a big old tent out the back with heaters, and they've got chandeliers and pretty flowers. Like, they've really done a great job of trying to make it hospitable, and it's just a great vibe there. I oh, love fun. that. It's
1: fun. Yeah. All right. Oh, gosh, thank you for everything. People can read Yay. you at Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine and give us Perfect. your Instagram and give us every, every, everything.
0: Oh, I'm just I don't even know. What is my Instagram? At I'm either Steph at Steph March. March or at Stephanie Marge. At <laughs> Steph yeah. Marge. And yeah.
3: of course the weekly dish on Which, Saturdays right here.
0: We love listening
1: to. I listen every Saturday. You guys are amazing. Thank you, you Stephanie. Thanks for the support.
3: Oh, gosh. Okay, ladies, great. have a good one. Okay. All right, see you later. When we come back, we're going to Hollywood. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
0: is Chris Jenner,
2: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
3: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hollywood speak and uh, we're going to Hollywood speak. Alec Baldwin had a tweet and a thought yesterday. I'm very curious to get your interpretation.
2: So what are you trying to say? Hollywood. What is the meaning of this?
3: Cool. Okay, All right. Julia. Alec Baldwin has been laying low for a few days after wishing his... Uh, Hilaria. hilarious, Happy birthday. Yeah. But uh, he came back on Sunday, and this okay. is what he tweeted. Okay. What did he say? The lockdown has taught me that we need less. Less clothes. Less talk. Less food. Less media. Above all, less people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> As he's just had another child.
3: Okay, that is just so weird, Laurie. <laughs> okay, he's trying then, to be a philosopher. Uh, uh, Rocco, do you want to take your crack at what did that have, yeah, Rocco? You I help mean, us. My goodness. He must have really got trolled with his happy birthday wish to Hilaria last oh, week. Oh, come on. Well, of course, it was so dumb. This is what we need. Let's close. Let's talk less food, less media, less. Paper. Wow! Namaste and thank yeah. you.
1: What do you think about that, Rocco?
3: I think he wants less haters.
1: Yeah, yeah. I would say you're right about that. Yeah.
3: Okay. Uh, this is a quote which just I couldn't get enough of. So, um, you know, The Bachelor. Yes, yes. Episode Matt, two is Matt back It's on tonight. And if you're wondering, what is this? place in Pennsylvania it's the Nemacolin Woodlands Resort it looks it amazing looks it looks like a place that has a lot of um golf courses yeah and golf courses like
1: and spa rooms and yeah yeah
3: yeah, yeah. i do so it the ceo gave an interview to okay. page 6 about okay. the show shooting at the location this is always why you never ever ever have your ceo Talk, Talk to the media. You need a media relations person. What did the CEO say? Condoms in the trees and sex in the air. <laughs> That's how he describes the place. Sometimes there's some hanky-panky going on where it should not have been, but I can't tell you everything that was going on. We have 3,000 acres, so there was a lot of stuff happening inside and outside. We actually found used condoms in tree branches this is a family mm. this family owns this property so the ceo can do it apparently okay. this resort has 45 million dollars worth of artwork in the place wow wow well that's anyway so condoms and trees and sex in the air that should just be the bachelor's tagline forever I, kind of Lori. <laughs> i kind of like that okay law and order
1: svu oh this made my heart sing <sighs> They are trying so hard to hire out of work
3: because, quote okay, unquote, we are trying to hire every Broadway actor amid the unemployment because, uh, uh, you know, this is this made me because Rocco, okay, so there's been a
1: saying that we've used forever it used to be the love boat where everyone would go and get their guest star role. We might and then, get a SAG card yep,
3: from doing that. You would, mm-hmm. and
1: then it turned in, when Love Boat went off the air, it turned into Law & Order. This is where everyone would go to get a start, get a SAG card, get a chance, yep. get everything. And this makes me so happy that they're trying to hire every out-of-work
3: Broadway star because these people... And the only reason we know is a fan had commented on... Um, a, a law and order, like maybe their Twitter account, SVU, about, wow, you've got so many people with Broadway resumes. Okay. And the showrunner replied, We are trying to hire every Broadway actor we can. While we and they wait for the curtains to rise again. That makes me so happy. That's just nice. You
2: know That's... what that reminds me of? Because we watched That's Entertainment on yeah. the TCM. They said when the uh, silent films ended and the talkies began and all the silent film actors were terrible at talking, they hired Broadway people.
3: That's right. Yeah. Oh, so fun. It's, all right. It's
2: all coming full circle.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, I uh, like that. Uh, yeah, I know. That's kind of a good one. Uh, Prince Harry, Meghan Markle, to reunite with the Royals for the Queen's 95th birthday, uh, the Trooping of the Color on June 12th. And we were in
1: London on June 12th on the very first flight for the Sun Country made there. Yeah. And we saw the Trooping of the Colors. They're it was fun. the weirdest thing to see all these F-10s or whatever those planes are called, the fast ones. Rocco go over us in a formation, but the colors they had were green, yellow, blue, purple, red, whatever, orange. Remember that? How weird that was to see.
3: Princess Diana's, we were at Kensington Palace. We were at Kensington Palace. Palace. Palace.
1: And to see all those colors come out of the planes.
3: Well, Julia, how do you... This makes me happy. Good. I know. it. Good. They will reunite publicly with the royal family since they've given up their titles and they've given up social media. Yes, they have. What do you make of that? I think that's a good thing. Social media is not good for people,
1: a lot of people. I mean, if you, it, it hurts so was very many bullied people. She was so bullied. Mm-hmm. I would have such a sick stomach from it if I was her.
3: Yeah. And you don't need it. Right. How do you feel about uh, Sierra penning a supportive note on Instagram to, to her, her husband, husband Russell, Russell Wilson? Who
1: lost the Seattle Seahawks, lost their um,
3: wild Here's card game said. to the LA Rams. Always proud of you, dad, dad. Dad, was it from a daughter or from a child? Well, then it was like the kid. Oh, Oh, okay. Oh, she's just trying to say. He got like. He got just like he was he was down more than he was up. Well, I know Apparently, it, he was a It sacorama. was I watched
1: I watched some of that game. I'm really excited for the other I'm so excited Seattle lost, yeah. quite frankly, as of as being from Minnesota. I I was so glad. Were, your family's there, weren't you glad to see him
3: lose? Oh, I'm so sick of them
1: winning. Yes. I, and, those teams you're sick of winning. Yes. I wanted Chicago to pull it out yesterday, but they they didn't.
3: Yeah. But anyway, so because she posted the kid, it's fine. That yeah. kid is adorable.
1: He's adorable. I like the Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns.
3: Oh, being, they crushed last night.
1: They crushed. The
3: Pirates were didn't they start Steelers. out Steelers? Steelers, yeah, one on one.
2: Right, black and yellow, yep. Pittsburgh.
3: I didn't, didn't he they... need to Hollywood speak any sport. All I okay. know it was the quarterback of the olds. There's a lot of olds quarterback.
2: Well, we've got yeah. Ben Roethlisberger was a bit of an old.
1: Yeah, yes, we've got the Derby's guy was
2: an old. Yep.
1: Thank you. Tom Brady. Brady, Tom Brady, the
3: forty-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Have mm-hmm. we ever seen that
1: happen? I don't know, but we've got Tom Brady against Drew Brees next week.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you excited? Tonight, about
1: them? tonight's the national football championship. Correct. College.
3: And the Bachelor. Talk Listen, and
1: Julia. I'm I'm telling you, uh, my son's coming over. We're getting some Texas Roadhouse food. And you're going to go back and forth between Bachelor and, bachelor and, and right. football. I'm like,
3: I want the Bachelor. I want the football. We're going to go, back, go and back, back and forth. And forth. It's yep. perfect. It's perfect. Okay. Do you believe, uh, Do I? we don't ever really pay attention to ring watch, but Matt Damon what is it? has been spotted for the last like 10 days in different places without his wedding without ring. Without his wedding ring. He lost do, do we make anything of it? No. No.
1: His fingers, he's bloated. He's been eating too much salt and drinking too much booze. <laughs> okay. No, but Matt Damon's very first movie he was ever in, Mystic Pizza. Mm. I've is got i right? I've got a whole He was thing. in that movie. Oh, Lori. I have so many facts about Mystic Pizza. Oh, but please. I don't want to do them now.
2: Yeah. Deep dive.
1: I've got such a deep dive on Mystic Pizza. And the reason it's even coming up is this was my movie. And when Bill and I, before we got divorced, before we got married,
3: yeah, we
1: separated for like eight months. And all I did was watch, I swear I watched Mystic Pizza every freaking day after US Swim and Fitness. I'd ride the bike, go mm. to happy hour, stay at my friend Kathy Rosa's house and, and watch Mystic Pizza.
3: What's a good movie. It's
1: a great movie. Yeah. But I've got a lot
3: of deep dive facts, but it was his first movie, Matt Damon's. Well, when we come back, we've got... We're going to hear from Reggae Jean Paul oh, from Bridgerton. We love him. Yeah.
1: We love him.